Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. Welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, made possible by Rotary District 7210. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world. And today our special guests are Leah Feldman and Kathy Graham, who are experts in battered women's services, and they're here representing the universal response to domestic violence and the battered women's family services of Dutchess County. Is that correct? Okay. Well, welcome, ladies. I'm glad that you found your way here. Good morning, Leah Feldman. Good morning. And good morning uh, to Kathy Graham. Good morning. Now, this is a very serious uh, subject, um, battered women and um, domestic abuse, domestic violence. But I think we want to say right off the front that uh, this is uh, not gender specific. In, In all cases, there are men who are abused by other men in um, uh, same-gender relationships, women who are abused by women in same-gender relationships, and women uh, who abuse men in, in, in you know either boyfriend-girlfriend or husband-and-wife uh, situations. W- would you agree with that, ladies? We like to say that domestic violence has no boundaries, regardless of age, race, um, sexuality, ability, gender. But certainly the, the vast majority of cases that uh, the police and the courts deal with, and, and I'm sure that uh, our guests deal with, involve men abusing women. That's just the, the history of it. Would you, is that uh, correct, That Kathy? is correct. Most of the clients that we work with are females. However, I've seen over time of doing this work more men also starting to reach out for services, although our program is titled Battered Woman Services, we do work with men, and we also sometimes work with um, mothers who are being abused by their grown sons. Um, we, you know, it, it, It's family domestic violence, right, is what you're saying. Right. Domestic violence does cut across all boundaries. All, and all so- social economics, economics. and, um, and John, also, like you spoke about, same-sex couples also um, sometimes I think it's harder to reach out for services and it's so important that our services are there to serve all victims of domestic violence confidential and free of charge. Kathy what is the hotline number if somebody needed to get in touch with you where would they go how would they call? Okay our 24 hour hotline number is 845-485-5550 Let's let's have that once once more please Sure it's 845 845- Four eight five 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 zero. And folks at home, get a pencil and paper because we'll repeat that uh, throughout the broadcast. If you want to write down about, perhaps you want to uh, get help, or perhaps you want to also help uh, others. Um, Leah Feldman, isn't it also true that domestic violence is a great hidden problem that people are, are, are reluctant to come forward because it means that the relationship's a failure, or there's there's some shame attached. They think there's some shame attached. How do you get through that blockade? Yeah, I would say that there is community stigma um, involved in reaching out for services. It's also the most dangerous time for a victim to reach out for services. Um, What do you mean by that? Well, research shows and history that leaving is the most dangerous time for a victim, meaning um, domestic violence is a pattern of power and control by one person over another. And when a person makes a decision to leave, it's almost the ultimate loss of control for the batterer. So, so they, it triggers or it can accelerate the abuse? Both, yes. Also, in um, looking at the battered women's movement, as shelters open, more women did get killed because they really did have some place to go. And as Leah said, being it 
is about power and control. Um, it's so important as so we're working. Do you all offer counseling of how people can e- extract themselves from the situation rather than doing something right. very abruptly? Right. And which s- would be your instinct. Yeah. And I mean, each situation is unique. It is different. It's of different. And so you really need to do an individualized safety plan mm-hmm. which with each client that we're so working with. So the first with. step would be to contact you all and to come in and maybe seek some counseling and some guidance under the radar. Right. Under right, the radar, right. and then follow there. You must have um, um, some suggestions, strong suggestions of how you go removing yourself. Then, absolutely for safety. Give uh, us some examples. Well, some of the examples of working with clients for what I see is to look at what has happened in the past, maybe when they attempted to leave, what worked, what didn't work, and looking at what um, they know their situation better than anybody else. So looking at um, items that they need to have prepared to take with them and how to maybe store things, how to store, um, have our hotline number ready and like you know like we say it becomes extremely dangerous sometimes so we want to do it in the safest manner and anyone could call our 24-hour hotline and we would work with them to give them those tips and what to do and how to be prepared and ready and the hotline again is 845-485-5550 well you know maybe we want to go back to the beginning uh, before we talk about someone leaving one of the first signs that a relationship may be going sour, I mean, I've been married uh, for 38 years now, and every once in a while, I know it's hard to believe, but every once in a while, my wife and I have a spirited discussion, but it never gets to the point where, uh, you know, she throws me out the door yet, all right? <laughs> I'm not of course, I could come back one. from the studio, I come back from the studio <laughs> and find that the lock's the been lock's changed. The lock's been changed. But seriously, uh, you know, all kidding aside, this yeah. is a serious subject. What are the first signs that maybe a relationship is going sour? and heading toward violence. Well, one of the big misconceptions is that domestic violence is only physical. And what we see in the media and in the movies is women being beat, beaten up, bruises and and battered. And, and that, of course, does happen. But the first signs of domestic violence are typically um, emotional, um, intimidation, threatening, uh, financial. Sometimes physical abuse is the last... Thing that happens, or sometimes it doesn't happen for years and it escalates. So emotional uh, domination or emotional control um, is considered an abusive situation as well. It doesn't have to be um, physical. There can be abuse involved when there's no physical abuse. Is that right? Well, you know, with the emotional abuse, what it is, it's when a person is degrading and constantly belittling the other person and um, making them really doubt their self-worth. It's a lot, um, it, it's a pattern of abuse. It's not just um Well, that must thing. be more it complicated ha- to yeah. identify, I would right. think. Right. And I think that, you know, sometimes we have people who call our hotline and say, well, maybe I I shouldn't be getting services. I'm not getting beat every day or it's not. um, And and I'm just going to give an example Uh, of um, I remember a woman calling our hotline and she was she was calling and she didn't think that she was eligible for our services. And basically it was two o'clock in the morning and she was hiding in her closet calling us. So you you have that that hotline being 
monitored 24 hours a day. 24 hours a day. We have a trained counselors always available to answer. But in her situation, she was she in was, the closet in the middle of the was, night. Right. Oh, that's so, just heart-wrenching. Yeah, so what I think really we have to look at is when its power and control is being used to instill fear. Oh, and there how you afraid go. she was uh-huh. really let us know how hard it was to make that call. She was terrified to give her name and she was able to stay anonymous and also to find out that uh, safe way she could call us back um, and also to know that she didn't deserve to be treated that way. Nobody deserves and you don't have to have a black eye. If you see a black eye, you see a bruise, you know, you're, you, you know that you see the mark and you it's... Um, but sometimes with the emotional and the verbal, it just takes pieces and pieces away. So all couples and all in relationships, they are, you know, could be, like you said, heated. Um, or discussions. discussions. Well, there's different where, dynamics, you know, but you need to know when it's crossed the line in, into abuse. Yes. And, and when fear. And, I think fear, fear was a big trigger word yeah. for me that I yeah. really learned something here today. And we're going to find out more about this and how people can cope with uh, these kind of tragedies in just a moment. But let me remind our listeners that they're in tune with Radio Rotary right here on Hudson Valley Talk Radio and around the world by podcast on iTunes and at www.radiorotary.org. My name is Jonah Trebois, and my co-host is Sarah O'Connell, and our very special guests today are Kathy Graham and Leah Feldman, who are discussing battered women's services. And Sarah, who brings us Radio Rotary this week? Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored by Rotary International, Rotary District 7210, and the Rotary Clubs of Arlington, Poughkeepsie, Brewster, Cairo, Chester, Congress Valley Cottage, Fishkill, Goshen, Highland Hyde Park, Kingston, and Kingston Sunrise. And we'll be back with more Radio Rotary after these important messages. What can you do as a member of Rotary? You can eradicate polio. You can promote peace. You can feed the hungry. You can help children do better in school. Whether it's helping to eliminate a dreaded disease, volunteering at a food bank, or equipping a school library, Rotary is people who know that by working together, you can do anything. Learn more at rotary.org. Rotary. Humanity in motion. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. What would you do if a friend, coworker, or a loved one collapsed? Calling 911 alone will not be enough. Over 1,000 people a day die from sudden cardiac arrest. Many can be saved with early intervention. HealthSave offers CPR courses on a daily basis at our facility in Rockland County. We'll come to your home or business if you prefer. Call us toll-free at 877-277-6233. That's 877-277-6233. Or visit our website at healthsave.com. That's H-E-A-L-T-H-S-A-V.com. Leave the E off of save for emergencies. CPR training is for everyone. Learn CPR. Become a lifesaver. Literacy Connections will be holding its annual Community Spelling Bee at Marist College on March 15, 2011 from 9 a.m. to noon. The bee is supported by local businesses and organizations, which breaks the cycle of illiteracy and poverty in our communities. Admission to the bee at Marist on March 15th at 9 a.m. is free, and the competition is loads of fun. For more information, contact Literacy Connections at www.literacyconnections.org. That's literacyconnections.org. Hudson Valley Talk Radio. 
Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell, and welcome back to this edition of Radio Rotary. I am joined by my ever-witty and brilliant co-host, Jonah Treepwasser. Thank you. And today, You're going to bill me for that, right? Oh, yeah, no, you're going to... Uh, yes, I am, by the way. Do okay. bill. Do bill. You're correct. And today, Jonah and I are... We're talking um, about something very serious with these two very informative and... and dedicated. Um, dedicated. And it, it's so heartfelt. That That's the only word I can find for it. Um, uh, women who work in the domestic violence in uh, business in Dutchess County. They're, they're experts on battered women's services here in Dutchess. Um, um, Leah Feldman and Kathy Graham. And last uh, segment, we had touched on how you can get in touch with um, the hotline at any time, day or night, 24-7. Which is? you? Yeah, that's your cue. Which is 845 485 Five 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 zero. But right. now you're not just talking about advice. You also you, you you can provide other help, other support. I understand. Are you able to help with transportation? Um, you know, if somebody needs to, and they figured out, and you've given them the, the steps to remove themselves from this volatile situation that's unhealthy and abusive. What what besides talk goes on? Okay. Um, when a not every client is going to leave the abusive situation. Domestic violence is a very unique crime. We're talking about um, situations of, of this is the person she loves who's hurting her, the father of her children, it may be. So what we really do is we just give the information and basic rights, what um, what your basic okay. rights are. And so in that, we ha- our 24-hour hotline, which we spoke about, we receive over 11,000 calls a year. And so sometimes it's not just one call that makes that happen. It's a process. And we have... Besides our 24-hour hotline, we do provide advocacy, counseling, support groups. We provide um, crisis intervention. Um, we provide emergency transportation, um, helping her to get to needed appointments. Him or her. Him or her to get to needed appointments. We say her only because most of our clients are females, but absolutely men. All of the services are that we provide, we also provide now, to I, men. I wanted to go back to one issue, and you're talking about their rights. How does this integrate with the legal system then? How, how, what type of advice do you give them? Well, we give, give the caller about their legal rights. Um, all of our staff and volunteers, which are the key component of our programs also, is, and volunteers, is, are trained professionals who um, have no, know about the rights of family court, criminal court, um, how to access services from social services if needed. Um, and we do have also advocates from Battered Women's Services who are placed in several of our police jurisdictions and also at the sheriff's department. Now, you mentioned volunteers. If people out there listening to uh, Hudson Valley Talk Radio this morning um, are fortunate not to have a, a problem marriage, but uh, want to volunteer others who do, uh, do they, would they call that same hotline to volunteer? Absolutely. And to that call that same is? 845-485-5550. Okay. That, that's really, everybody, you know, again, we'll, we'll repeat that throughout the program. But I wanted to ask Leah, what exactly does a project coordinator do? 
What does that mean? You're a project coordinator. Quite, this is quite a title for universal response to domestic violence. And I'd also love to find out how these ladies uh, got into this uh, program, how, you know, what brought them, what their background is. But I'll let you ask them that. Okay. Firstly, what do you do? And then how did you get into your, your profession? You're so, so young, too. I mean, I, I guess I'm not supposed to say that, am I? That's up but to you. But this is a, a young, very beautiful young woman, and you're involved in something that's a very heavy, serious topic. Well, my job specifically is um, I I coordinate the county's coordinated community response to domestic violence. And Dutchess County is very unique in having this response. Um, How so? Dutchess County is a model county in their uh, universal response to domestic violence. I coordinate what's called the Universal Response to Domestic Violence Steering Committee, which um, has members from all major agencies, systems in the county, family court, DSS, law enforcement. I supervise the DART teams, which are domestic abuse response teams. And, and the point of this committee is to create, to find gaps in systems and to create policy and protocol surrounding domestic violence with the main goal of creating advocacy in every single system in our society. So, so you're that, integrating the entire county. Right. So that victims aren't re-victimized as they go through their process of, of survival and surviving and getting out of their abusive relationship. Now, um, and what, how did you get? Yeah, into what brought this? you into this kind of work? I've I've always had a passion for women's rights, and you know whether it be domestic violence, sexual assault, and I just kind of got into it through high school, and then volunteering in college, and graduated college a few years ago, and found Kathy Graham and Better Women's Services, and started as an advocate. And and Kathy, how did you get involved in this kind of uh, wonderful work that you do? I got involved in this work by, I moved up here to Dutchess County Mm -hmm. and um, found the YWCA of Dutchess County as a place, um, actually my aunt paid for a membership for me. I had two small children, one five months old, one 19 months old, and was taking an an exercise class at the YWCA and saw a sign that they needed volunteers for battered woman services. And with that, I decided I am new in the community and it looked like work that I would really enjoy doing. So I became a volunteer and shortly after doing that saw how badly they needed volunteers Mm -hmm. and became the volunteer coordinator. Terrific. And and people out there want to volunteer, they'd call that same hotline as a potential victim would and that hotline is? 845-485-5550. And we always have um, a need for volunteers. Our trainings do take place three times a year. All right. Now, let me ask you a question. Did I hear you correctly that you get 11,000 telephone calls a year just in Dutchess County? Just from our 24-hour hotline. But just in Dutchess. Just in Dutchess County. And we, are there other, you know, because our uh, mighty Hudson Valley Talk Radio signal goes from the Westchester County area right up to the Capital District in Albany. Um, are there other similar groups in other counties that you know of that they, people could look up or just dial 911 in a problem, right? Well, we have, you know, there is a national hotline and New York State has an 800 number. And many times if there's um, somebody calling who needs services in Dutchess County, they may feel the calls our way. And also we do get calls from um people who need help and are looking for services sometimes for their 
fr- for their friends, their family. Right. We might have a dad who's calling about his teenage daughter who's in an abusive relationship. And you'll refer them to the proper county. Absolutely. We do not, um, we're not the shelter, so we work very, very closely with Grace Smith House and the House of Hope um, to when a client does need shelter and also help to provide the transportation to get them to that needed safe place. Well, let, let me ask you a question. Let's take it from start to finish. Someone picks up the phone desperately in the middle of the night and calls that number, which is? 845-485-5550. And you take the information down, and then what happens? Let's take it from the phone call right to possibly leaving the home with small children and placements and contacting law enforcement. Let's take it right through. How's it, what's, what happens next, Leah Feldman? Well, I'd say from my experience for taking those calls in the middle of the night, um, every case is very unique. Sometimes you pick up the phone and they just want a resource, the you know, a different hotline, or maybe you need to facilitate them getting into shelter immediately, or maybe in the morning, or maybe you need to meet them at family court in the morning. The biggest role of an advocate is just to give all of the options and, and help the client in figuring out which one will be best for them. So you, you help them decide. It's not like you just impose your suggestion on them. No, we, we give them every option because the truth of the matter is, is that they've been surviving in this situation and they know how to survive and they know they're bad or best. We don't. And we trust their instincts to survive. And I know, of course, that if you, if you do um, offer placement in a facility like Great Smith House, that the locations of these various houses are kept secret for the protection of the people now in resident, including small children, correct? That's right. Now, what if these kids are school age? How do they get to school? Because they're not going to be picked up at the home the next morning. How does that work? Well, if they do go into shelter, um, the shelter works with them to make sure that they are able to either go to the school where they where they have come from or making new arrangements with in the locality of where the shelters are. Now, in so the there's minute- a whole network set up. It's not just you leave and you go here. There's a, there's a whole kind of safety net around. Yeah. We, we understand the what ifs and how. And, you know, so in looking at all of those barriers that they're, you know, they, that they're going to have to deal with that we're looking at, you know, when a woman is leaving, it is that it, and, and taking her children, that's a really tough time. In the few seconds we have left before we break away, um, if someone needs your services or if someone wants to volunteer and help the great work you're doing, how do they reach you again? 845-485-5550. Leah Feldman and Kathy Graham, thank you so much for joining us on Radio Rotary. Thank and you. tell us, Sarah, who do we thank for bringing us Radio Rotary this week? Well, this week, Radio Rotary is sponsored by Rotary International, Rotary District 7210, and the Rotary Clubs of Millbrook, Newburgh, New Paltz, New Windsor, Cornwall, North Rockland, Pleasant Valley, Port Jervis, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, and Southern Ulster. For Sarah O'Connell, this is Jonah Trebowasser thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next Friday morning at 9 for another edition of Radio Rotary right here on Hudson Valley Talk Radio. 
Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel. CPAPC is a full-service accounting, tax, and business consulting firm. JGS specializes in business succession planning, including ownership transition, management transition, as well as family and non-family transitions. The JGS staff works alongside you to solve the problems of your specific business or personal situation. JGS is conveniently located on Route 211 in Middletown, New York. To learn more, please contact JGS at 845-692-9500 or visit them on the web at www.jgspc.com. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, your essential partner in business.